Hey, I'm Keith. And I'm Talia. Seven years ago, we met while touring in the music industry. We quickly fell in love, and eight months later, we tied the knot. We've spent the last seven years building a ministry from the ground up, living everywhere from the Arctic watershed in the great white north of Canada to the Gulf Coast of Florida. We've traveled to 14 countries and road tripped across America and Canada multiple times. And last year, we had our greatest adventure yet, welcoming our sweet baby girl, Veda Ray. Now we're on to our next adventure. We've sold it all to live full time in our 30-foot RV. We want to experience and enjoy every place we stop, living like locals everywhere we park. Our home may be small, but our front yard is endless with an ever-changing view. So join us as we travel the continent to see where we're living this week. This is the Not Tourists Podcast. Hey, it's Keith. And Talia. And it is week one. Yes. Okay, week one. So we have been officially full-time RVers for almost a week. Almost, yeah. We're in the midst of that first week, the, yeah. the make-it-or-break-it week, it, I think it is. It is. So far, <laughs> I want to say we're making it. So far. But it's interesting because we are not strangers to traveling almost full-time, but this whole step into living full-time in the RV has been an adjustment. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been I think, different in the transition than than we thought it would be and we thought that we would just fall into it uh nice and easy and uh when you uh sell everything and uh, only take with you what fits in the rv <laughs> uh that's a, a whole experience i think that's been it for me too it's like before when we would leave for months at a time whether on tour or when we were traveling in the van or even in the rv last year it's like we always had somewhere to come back to where we had our things we got rid of all our things we got rid of all of our things Which even I- even yeah. our 1954 record player, don't, I am don't sad about, about it. It's it sad. People are crying right now, I think. Yeah. yeah, there was no room for it in the RV. Where are we going to put it? And if they're not crying, let me make you cry. That yeah. was our very first purchase as a married couple. Yes. Literally, we had gotten home from our honeymoon, and we bought that the yeah. first week. And we didn't even know if it worked or not. It had like built-in speakers and everything. It was really nice, all like solid wood. And uh, we plugged it in, and it worked. I remember it was right around Christmas time, and we plugged it in, and those lights came on, and those the, tubes heated up. The turntable oh. started spinning, and uh, even the needle on it was good. And man, that was the magic a, magic of Christmas! <laughs> it's right been there. a wonderful seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually had some uh, good friends of ours actually buy it from us, so uh, we'll be able to visit it. Yeah. Okay. So that sold, and the only other things I was really sad about were Veda's stuff. I mean, here we are. We're new parents, right? So we just had a baby in September. She's nine months old. And your first child, you have a lot of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Babies have so much stuff. And I was really convinced that they needed all this stuff. I'm still sort of convinced, but I'm trying to unconvince myself because we sold it all. Um, she, but it's I, gone. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about that. You know, everyone's like, you know, I've had quite a few people, even, you know, me as a man, you know, other men come to me and say, like, don't you want to provide a home for your your child and your wife? And don't you want her to have a room? And, and it's like, I think, you know, our, our culture and our society just tells us we need all these things and all this extra space where, I mean, Veda loves being outside. Yeah. Uh, she just wants to be outside. Even even when we had a condo in Florida, she just wanted to be outside. She Do didn't want to. Yeah. Do you remember you know. when she was newborn, we would bring her home and she would nap best. Like when we couldn't get her to sleep, we would take that little lullaby bassinet and put it on the on the back porch. Yep. And we would just sit out she there just and she to would sleep, sleep outside. <laughs> she didn't ever want to sleep in a car. That's no. uh everyone always says they sleep in the car. No, but not Veda. Not Veda. Not Veda. No. no. Okay, but I think she's thriving out here. Yeah. And speaking of Veda's bedroom things, we sold her crib, which let me just tell you, she never slept a night in. So Yay. 
but what what now so we our plan was to put her in the pack and play in here so she's been sleeping in her pack and play at home at the condo and we were trying to get her ready for the transition but then now that we've been in here for a week we're realizing that the pack and play sort of takes up the whole rv so if veda's sleeping then sort we are <laughs> it does take up the whole rv <laughs> when veda's sleeping in the pack and play we are either confined to the bedroom or outside there's no passing it. So we ditched that idea, and this week, Keith built a bed. Yeah, so, you know, my carpentry background, not really. I, my uh, my dad's a contractor, so I learned some skills from him, but uh, I uh, built a, a bed out of some birch plywood. I went in, uh, to Home Depot and uh, got them to even cut it for me, which is awesome. That's a nice trick, just so you know. Uh, they will cut it for you, um, except they kind of bent the rules a little bit for me because uh, they weren't supposed to cut it as thin slices as I wanted it but uh they did do it for me eventually I had to ask a couple people and eventually I found someone who was willing to break the Home Depot rules I need to make my daughter a bed yeah so I built a little bed and little frame there's a it's a um yeah it works perfectly in the little space that we had so yeah so you made it so it's got legs on one side and the other side just lifts over the bay which is on my side of the bed so there's like the bay shelf in the back of our rv right right? so we we have a pass-through bay that goes underneath of our bed in the back and um so i used that as uh half the stabilizing for the bed and um attached it to there and then have uh legs that go off the other side and then storage space underneath yeah it's perfect one day i'll put a door on it or something and make it look real nice but yeah, you can find that on Instagram, too. We'll upload some of the images of it, but it's been perfect. And then we bought a three-inch pack-and-play mattress. Um, I think it's the Dream On sleep mattress. Yeah. And um, we just trimmed it. So we trimmed it just by a couple inches to fit this little RV bed for her. And I'm telling you, she has slept better than she's ever slept. Yeah, she's, like, excited to get into the bed. It makes me, as a dad, feel really good. You know, when you build something for oh, yeah. your kid and they, like, really like it. Okay. You know, Veda really likes that bed. And, and I feel every really night, awesome about it. Every night. Good night, baby. Do you love the bed daddy built you? <laughs> yeah, she does love it. We don't even need to ask. She does no, really she does. love it. No, she's sleeping great in there. And um, she's so sweet. So she's... um. Yeah, she's great. She's sleeping right now in it as we have her on the little monitor here. But so that's been the big project this week. Yeah, it was kind of a unplanned. But. It was. Yeah, right. I went out at like, what was it? Like seven or eight o'clock at night to the Home Depot and because <laughs> I it said that you night. need to build her a bed. And uh, because what happened? We had the pack and play, and the pack and play wasn't working. And then she was in bed with us for two nights, and that was not working. No, not in the RV bed. Yeah, it's too small. Yeah, great. But. We also think that maybe eventually we will uh, kind of build some sort of like Murphy fold down bed or something out here in the uh, the entryway and and all that sort of stuff. So as she gets older, I'm actually really happy that she's in our room still right now. Just as we get used to this RV life, like as we transition, um, I'm glad she's close to us. Yeah, and if you can hear the AC just kicked on, like I wouldn't be able to hear her out here. Right, and and we're paranoid first child parents who. Any sound you hear, you think that something is wrong. And, and who puts their infant by the door of an RV? Like, we're going to be parked in a hey, Walmart safe. parking lot it's some nights. It's locked, and uh, it's safe. Okay, well, she's staying in that bed for a little while. Yeah, that's a, kind of a good... Maybe we'll save that topic for another time, but security <laughs> in your RV. What do you guys do? I don't know, you know? We've had so many people, uh, you know, the real Americans, they come in, they're like, you better have a gun in yes, that RV. Yes, Canadian. I'm Canadian, and uh, we don't have guns, except for hunting. Right. But... I don't know. Okay. Be, for yeah, the future. For the future, we'll have we'll that take conversation. A poll. We'll take a poll. If you're listening to this and you are a full-time RVer, tell us how you 
protect yourselves? <laughs> or do you just like use like the lock that's on it? Do you put some sort of other locking mechanism in inside to make sure that it's double locked? I wonder if we can or... get like actual security system on an RV. Probably. Right. For lots of money. Yeah. Tell us about it. If Why? You I, yeah. I, I don't think we can do that on a 1997 RV. It'd probably be more <laughs> expensive than the RV is. So okay. our ne- <laughs> That'll be our next upgrade RV. Awesome. So it's week one. Um, we're at the end of week one here. We really set this week aside to just relax. So And to really, honestly, to finish unpacking. Because our goal was to be fully moved in and it be livable and functioning in here. Um well, that wasn't the case, was it? Mm-mm. We became full-time RVers. We turned in the keys to our condo and said goodbye to all other whatever. And Monday morning, we moved into the RV with boxes lining our bedroom and filling our living room. Yep. So we're starting to get rid of some of those boxes, but there's still some that just don't quite have a place yet. And that we... At least Me it's too. livable in here. It Our is room livable. is good. The only boxes left are under the dinette and in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, moving into an RV full-time, a lot of people think, well, first of all, not a lot of people are living in their RV full-time. So, you know, we know have so many friends and, and people that we know that, uh, you know, go camping in their RV and, and they have tons of space because they don't need to take their whole life with them. Uh, whereas we, uh, all that we took with us is what fit in the RV and um, that's literally all we have. And so, um, you know, finding a space for all of that stuff is important. And, uh, um, but it's, uh, it's, harder than you think it is yeah. i think there's we we probably threw out or donated a lot of things that uh had we had a house or stayed in a house we would have liked to hold on to you know some of the harder things were you know some of those se- sentimental things that you know you know those things that follow you around everywhere that you don't really need not sentimental but, in a way that like oh my goodness i can't believe you would throw that away we didn't throw those things away but sentimental in the way that's like you hold on to it for whatever reason because like a t-shirt from 20 years ago when you went to a concert at one point or something yeah and it smells weird yeah why do you even have it still (laughs) that's like the question that we keep asking ourselves are you talking about yourself yeah probably (laughs) like we so much of this stuff though that we've looked at we're we're like why do we even have this and you know we kind of made the rule that if we haven't looked at it in a year we probably don't need it and uh and so let's donate it or give it to somebody else who can use it and uh you know, all those things included. We also limited our clothes. Oh my goodness! To, Capsule uh, wardrobe over here. To like one drawer, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's that's crazy. And man, we have so many shoes too. We need to. <laughs> we still need to go through our shoes. But the thing that I had a hard time with, and I think all the moms will be able to relate, are I got rid of so many Aveda's clothes, and I know she doesn't fit in them, in them anymore. But everyone was like, "Well, what happens if you have another daughter in the future? Don't you want to keep some of this stuff for her?" Well, that's a great thought, and I'm sure if we had a house, that's what people do, is save hand-me-downs for future children, but not us. Yeah. Where would we put that stuff? Yeah. But uh, I think we, we donated it all. Donated yeah. it all. Yeah. 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 Okay, shoes. I know that that was a little, get your shoes in order to yeah. me. Yeah, but you have been doing a lot better. I remember when we first got married, and uh, we moved up to way far north Canada, and you had a whole suitcase overflowing of just shoes. Okay. And I had one pair of shoes. Right. You had one pair of shoes. That's weird. I'm not the weird one. You had the same pair of shoes that you wore on stage, that you wore to work out in, that you wore to our wedding. The yeah. same pair of shoes. Yeah. All you need is one pair of shoes. Come on. Oh my what goodness. is this? Like, <laughs> you know, okay. America problems. Yeah. We have so many shoes. I agree. I'm going to get rid of some of my shoes. But okay. So it's been a good first week. And I think this uh, 
week one episode is brought to you by Keith's Keith's homemade beef jerky. Yeah, we're currently eating it. If you can uh, <laughs> tell, we're uh, we're eating beef jerky because you dehydrated it. Yep. So. Oh, that's been fun. I actually really like cooking in the RV. Yep. I used and the crock pot this week. We've been grilling outside a lot. You oh, dehydrated man. beef jerky. Yep. We've got. And in our condo, we weren't allowed to. There's all these rules. You can't grill. You can't do all these things. And like, it's been so freeing to just do what we want. Man, it's awesome. <laughs> We're thriving out here. Yeah. Um, okay, my highlight of the week. Not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you. What's your highlight of the week? <laughs> my highlight of the week, because yours was clearly grilling. Well, we spent this first week at in Orlando. So if you guys don't know, we're Florida residents. And we planned this first week um, of being full-timers to kind of just relax. And we, we planned for some some extra time just in case we needed to unpack more. But we didn't spend so much time unpacking because we went to Disney World. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's so much fun, though. If you know me, and if you don't, you'll soon find out. I love Disney. I love Disney World. We've been annual pass holders this year, and it's been a dream come true. Um, it's been awesome. So, yeah. So we went to Disney to kind of, like, close out the end of our annual pass, pass membership, right? Mm-hmm. And it is getting so fun because Veda is starting to, like, understand what's going on. She loves to meet the characters. Yeah, like, we've been taking her since she was born, basically, to Disney World. And, and uh, she was I think four weeks old. This is the first week that she has actually, like, noticed things. Now, and uh, we took her two months ago, and when she saw Minnie Mouse, that girl lit okay. up. Yeah, Minnie Mouse. She liked that. But, I mean, like, all the other things. Mm-hmm. Like, all the, you know, even just, I mean, we would... Two months ago, we would take her on It's a Small World, and she just would not even know what was going on. And now she's, like, looking around and laughing and clapping and, and liking and, it all and dancing. Now, my favorite part was we took her on uh, the Magic Carpet Ride, Aladdin. And we're, you know, so if you don't know, it's kind of like the Dumbo ride where it just kind of flies in the air and you can go up and down on the Magic Carpet. But she was holding the little, little joystick, like, pulling yep, it up and down. Like she was controlling us up and down. Yeah, she was driving the ride. Oh, boy. And she was clapping and... Anyways, the girl loved it, and she loved meeting Tinkerbell. Yeah. And what was her other highlight? Tinkerbell? We did that, uh, I don't even know what the ride is called. The ride that's in the, the Mexico and Epcot. Oh, yeah, the Donald Duck ride. The Donald Duck ride, and, and uh, she was, like, dancing the whole time. We had to, like, hold her in to stay in the boat. She just wanted to get out. <laughs> the girl loves music. And then we took her to the Tiki Room at Magic Kingdom, and she fell asleep. So she danced her little heart out to the birds and then turned around and passed out like yep. people people in the tiki room were laughing because all of a sudden she just she was dancing one second and the next second she was asleep yep and then the last couple of days she's been i don't know if it's been all the music at disney or what but she, when we're pushing her in her stroller now and we're just going for a walk or whatever around here at the rv park she uh <laughs> she's like singing just like oh, yeah. humming along and la 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 and no yeah and a, just to herself yeah just la la lying and kicking her feet yeah not not singer. for anybody's attention or anything she's just quietly entertaining herself. herself i like that no she's great this is a fun age so nine months i like it yeah i cannot believe she's nine months old already yeah it's gonna be awesome so we're starting a poll let's start it now on this episode where is veda gonna take her first steps now you need to know if you haven't met veda that she's already pulling herself up and uh taking side steps and she's and she free stood today for the first time it only oh, was like man. a second and a half but she let go and she stood yeah. Freestanding. And she really wants to walk. Um, I know that she's early right now, a little early, but she uh, 
when she wanted to crawl, she just started crawling. And yeah. so uh, we think it's going to be soon, but where do you think? Where in North America do you think Veda will take her first steps? I guess we should tell them we are booked for work from this point until September. We're just going up the East Coast. So mm-hmm. between here, Florida, and Maryland will be will be between now and September. Yep. So in September, she turns a year. So somewhere in between there, probably, we assume. I think. I mean, some babies don't walk till after a year, and then after that, we'll be either in Canada or heading west, so it could really be wherever. So if you're listening, message us on Instagram and tell us. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. Like, we'll do an actual poll in a couple weeks. Give away weeks. some of your shoes? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen, so. Uh, I'll donate my shoes. Okay. A better giveaway than that. Yeah, we'll give okay, you a better giveaway Okay, but where's Vader going to take her first steps? Like, her actual first steps where she's walking. Like, pick pick a city and a state. Okay. Like, yeah. I think it needs to be, you know, pretty specific. Yeah. And we'll do, like, the f- closest, like, radius okay. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll post our tour dates. People can have a better idea. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so what's your actual highlight? Our first week in the RV. What is my actual highlight? Um... I, I mean, I've just loved just relaxing. I've loved being, um, you know, just I really love the life in an RV, you know, just being able to um, do what we want kind of and, and uh, you know, make an, our new schedule and and uh, and uh, just enjoy time together. I mean, uh, me as a man and, and uh, you know, I know that a lot of men don't get to spend time with their kids and wife um, in the way that I get to right now. And so um, I. Uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that I have the option to do that, that I can work uh, from home, that we can work together, and that uh, we can uh, do this together, that I don't miss these things like uh, her standing up and, and mm-hmm. uh, these first steps that are going to be coming. Yeah. Well, we love it, too. And Veda definitely loves it. She is so excited every time she knows Dad's still home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep reminding her every once in a while that I'm, like, around now. No, he says, then, Dad's on this trip, too. <laughs> yeah. I just have to remind her that I'm not, not going away and that I am here and uh because, I like because just so you guys know so prior to being full-time just up until like a week ago keith was working um a second job full-time so he wasn't home during the day so now that he's home all day she's she's really excited about it yeah i think every nap when she wakes up she like she looks, looks around like, the corner Dad's still and here. then uh, yeah that's fun that's really sweet I like yeah that. yeah you know what i liked this morning she's in her little bed and i woke up because she's attached to our bed right and i woke up and she was already awake but she was just kind of like sitting in her bed playing and then as soon as I opened my eyes and looked at her, she got so excited and crawled into our bed. Like, I don't know. She's just like a cool little girl now. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Okay. Um, all now, right. we've been a lot of places. And now <laughs> this is like kind of a whole new experience being in an RV full time. Like, what is one thing that you're really looking forward to seeing uh, in the RV? Me? Yeah. Um... Like on this next trip or just in general? In general. Like okay, over like the over next, the next year. Yeah, our life now is full-time RVer, so. Oh, goodness. But we've seen a lot of, like, okay, let me think about this. I've traveled across the United States. I think I've been to every state except Alaska. Yeah. I would like to see Alaska. Oh, I would love to. So can I say that? I guess. I mean, I really want to go to Alaska. Yeah, me too. That's, that's <laughs> sort of on the list. Like, we have some connections there we're trying to make happen. But Alaska's so far away, we need bookings on the way. Yeah. Okay, so if it's not Alaska... Can it be something we've already done? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love the Grand Canyon, and I love the Badlands and all that kind of stuff. I mean, my dream is to live by the beach, and we do that already. So, okay. We've never done Yosemite Park or yeah. Yellowstone. That's true. I'd like to I see those. I would love those. to see those. Yeah. Um, what about, like, Old Faithful or 
Did we do the four corners? We haven't done four corners okay. yet either. I want to do some of that stuff. I know it sounds a little touristy, but That's we're not okay. tourists. We're not tourists. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe those are my things. Let me think. Can I think about it and get back to you next episode? Yeah, we'll okay. talk about it later. All right. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm just, I think I am excited to see some of the places that we've seen before because this is a whole new experience now, a whole new experience with Veda, too, being on the road. Like, we get to actually show her things um, that are somewhat familiar to us and, and get let her see it for the very first time, which is kind of exciting, too. Yeah. yeah Not that sense. she'll really remember this first year, but we need to take lots of pictures. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool that she's going to get to go all over and Yeah, but I mean, I, I assume this we'll be able to do this for a while and that would be exciting to see her grow up yep. in the different spots. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's great. All right. You know what time it is? Neighborhood watch time. All right. So we're going to have the neighborhood watch section. Okay. Neighborhood watch segment. That's a new, new segment we're starting. <laughs> okay. Well, just today we're starting it. Yeah. We've decided that maybe on every episode we're going to no, do a segment every episode. <laughs> called neighborhood watch. We're going to tell you about our neighbors this week. Yeah. So, this week we're in Orlando. We're at an RV park. I actually love this RV kiss park. Kiss me, technically. Yeah, kiss me. It's a beautiful RV park. We really like it. It's off-season here, so it's pretty quiet. Um, we actually only have neighbors on one side. A, a really nice lady who loves Veda, and she told me all about her experience at Animal Kingdom. So, that was fun. It was raining, but she wanted to keep telling me all about it. So, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of rain. Yes. Yeah, we are no strangers to being wet now. Yes, okay. That's for sure. And who else? Who are our other neighbors this well, week? Well, on the other side, we have no one. So we've actually been able to sprawl out and like take over a couple campsites, which has been pretty awesome. <laughs> so Veda's got her swimming pool. She's <laughs> got her swimming pool in one campsite. We've got a... Uh, Hammock, our laundry line. Yeah, we've got... It's all spread out. It's we've awesome. We've moved in, for sure. Yeah. Okay, and we, um, we met Mr. Peterson. He was great. Yeah. And... I will tell you, okay, as far as Neighborhood Watch goes, today was scary. Yeah, something scary happened. Okay, so we're walking Veda. She's just in her little stroller. And I'm thinking to myself, had I been by myself, I would have been terrified. Like, running down the street, pushing my baby in the stroller. Scared. Like, yep. actually. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, that was scary. Yep. But instead, okay, you know how they always say people have a fight or flight instinct? Fight or, fight or flight? Is that what yep, it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I'm the... No. What's it called when you freeze? Because that's me. Well, that's freezing. Okay, but that's not an option. <laughs> I did like not playing dead. <laughs> I, I did not fight, and nor did I flight. I froze with my infant child in a stroller while this bear almost attacked us. Okay, not an actual bear. It was a dog, but there was a couple dogs, and they were really big. This dog was huge. And first of all, I like dogs, so I just want to let everyone know I'm a dog person. Yeah, but these but dogs were dog, really big. And I'm okay with big dogs, yeah. but... So we're walking down the road, and this I guess this older couple sitting there with with their dogs. Thank goodness they were tied up, but not that. I mean, that dog could have pulled the whole RV with them. Yep. So I the mean, dogs took off, running towards us, barking. Like, uh, just like I didn't even know there were dogs there. We came around a corner, and they must have seen us, and just like and they, I they, mean, attack mode. They took off with such force that they actually knocked the guy out of his chair, and we're on top of him. Yeah, and trying him, trying to get to us and. And they were trying to hold back the leashes. We were hoping that they were tied down. Now, let me paint this picture because it's actually—it's not funny. It's actually... <laughs> okay, there's this RV. There's a little dog. Picture like a schnauzer. And then there's a huge dog. Picture the biggest dog you've ever seen. And I'm not... Uh, and, and then double that size. I mean, it was huge. 
And so there he is, and there's his family, the two people sitting in their chairs. And this dog leaps over the one chair, and he's like, now the guy, the guy, his chair has tipped over, and he's sitting in his chair tipped over while the dog is on top of him trying to pull the RV. The other dog is yapping, and the lady is trying to climb over both dogs getting them. Meanwhile, I'm frozen with my infant trying to make sure the dog isn't going to get her. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. Well, we got through it. That's our neighborhood watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? Any other interesting neighbors? No, that was about the most exciting thing that happened yeah. this week. Yeah, no other interesting neighbors. It's it's interesting being at these RV parks because, um, you know, half of these places are actual permanent houses, basically, that they've built on these mobile homes um, on these lots. So there are people here um, who live here all year round, which is pretty awesome. But we met a few people who uh, live here year round. And yeah. uh, it's interesting just to see this things that they see and and hear their stories and um we've met some uh some great people we actually met some other missionaries on the road so yeah. um that was pretty neat and it's a uh, it's really interesting that when you just spend time with people you know uh, it's really unique in the rv community that you are just um with people who understand you and you understand them and you can just have great conversations and um people are so open and, and you can be so open and authentic especially us i mean we we move in so much that we, you know, might never see these people again. So uh, we really aren't losing anything by being open and authentic with them, which is a, kind of a unique thing about this um, this community of people. Yeah, and I think on the other side of that, not that there's something to lose, but that that's our best chance at building real relationships out here on the road because mm-hmm. we're constantly moving on and essentially saying bye to people. If we're not fully authentic and genuine with people, then we don't have a chance at building a real relationship with anyone. And so yeah. that's a something we have to be really intentional with when we're on the road is you know yeah it's not like building a relationship with a coworker or someone else it's like you have to be like all in from the very beginning mm-hmm. and uh and uh yeah I, I think that that's really what it is you have to cover a lot of grounds in the first few minutes of a conversation um as you build those relationships with people and um i feel like we've already made some relationships with people who uh we actually want to follow up with and yeah. people who would be excited to see us again so yeah, and that goes for our online community, too. Like, I've been able to connect with quite a few other full-timers that I'd be so excited to meet up with on the road already. And so I think that this community has already been very welcoming to us. And we saw a bit of that when we traveled in the van full-time, but um, it's a new level, I think. I don't know if people just take us more seriously with the RV. Sp- it's a different community. Speaking of being taken more seriously, I, I, I'm going to just rag on camping world right now, okay? Okay. okay. Neighborhood Watch continues. Neighborhood Watch continues. <laughs> Across the street, there's a there's a should we name the place i just did i know but we could beep it out okay okay maybe camping world (laughs) (laughs) now we've been to some camping worlds that are great and this one you know i went in looking for a part our generator still isn't working so i I need to replace another part in it and uh they were just not very nice to us at all we walk in and i first of all this person i think he's doing just doing his job um we said hello. I said something like, we're just here to get something for our RV. And he says, yes, you should think about buying an RV one day. And I said, we have an RV already. I, th- I think it's because we're young. And uh, and then he like kind of looked at me and went, oh, <laughs> like, okay. <Yeah. laughs> so we walk into the, you know, this place and, and, uh, and looking for parts. Now, meanwhile, I've tried calling this place a couple times already before we went so that we didn't waste our time going. And uh, every time they've hung up on me. And so... Here we are walking into this place and uh, looking for a part. And they were just like not helpful at all. Yeah. 
They were just like, and then they, they sent us around to different employees. And I don't even know if it was that they weren't, well, they definitely weren't helpful, but it was like they were uninterested. You asked for their help and you were trying to explain and they kind of just looked at you like, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I even had part numbers and I, I, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and I left feeling like I was. And then sudden twist of events, we get out to the car and what does Veda have? Oh, then Veda shoplifted. Veda stole. Doing? Okay. I mean, it must have been my bad. She was in the carrier, and she reaches over and grabs a toy, and she's just, you know... A cat like, toy. A cat toy. Let's shake, shake, shake it. Okay. But I'm not paying attention, because I'm trying to make sure Keith doesn't, you know... I mean, like, that he's getting the help he needs. And then we get in the car, and we're... You're venting about the camping world people, and I'm trying to buckle her in, and all of a sudden, there's a cat toy shaking in my face. And I'm like, where did this cat toy come from? So Keith had to go back yep, in. So I went in, and I returned the cat toy and apologized. <laughs> And hopefully they realize that they were not very nice to us when we're pretty honest, they decent lost people. Out on these honest people. That's okay. Yeah. So why were we at Camping World? Just to close it up here, we've got a little bit of an issue with the generator. Yeah. So we need, still need to fix some of it, some of the generator. I need a new fuel pump, I think, and uh, and definitely a fuel line. So. Um, as long as we're plugged in, we're good. But yep. that means that there's no AC while we're driving. So. Um, any tips are appreciated because we're full-time now so (laughs) our our next drive isn't that long but we make our way to georgia next week so yeah not too bad but we've decided just in the last week or two that we are not going to tow our car it's an all-wheel drive car we love it but um we'll come back for it in the fall right yeah and we'll just really be in the rv and that's it and uh, make it work. Okay, so full-timers out there, if you are full-time in your RV and you do not tow a vehicle, how do you get around? Do you do Uber? Do you not need it because you're constantly on the go? What do you do? Do you walk? Do you ride a bike? Maybe they did bicycle. Maybe you skateboard? You did today. I tried. (laughs) Yeah. We also sold Keith's motorcycle, so he's a little sad. Yeah. But I still have a skateboard, so I did that. Okay. Veda and I will get a bicycle. We'll follow you. All right. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Well, it's been week one and week two is coming up. Yep. And it's, it's been, been a good. Week. It's been yep. a week. It's been exciting. So hopefully next week we are fully unpacked and um, yeah, you can, you can keep up with us um, on Instagram, hashtag not tourists. Yep. And you can follow us at Keith Comer, at Talia Comer, at Sweet Beta Ray. Yeah. That's us. Yep. And then again, the podcast is hashtag not tourists, but stay tuned because, um, Week two is is next. Yep. So listen in next week to see where we're living. <laughs>